very good morning. Welcome. Welcome to the Potter's Gate online broadcast. As you know, my name is Isaiah Phillips Akintola. I hope you guys had a wonderful night rest. Well, this morning, it's a, another beautiful, glorious day. I want to thank God for what a day, what a time that heaven once again has given unto us an opportunity to see. It's such a privilege to be alive this morning. I've been awake since 2 o'clock just praying and seeking the heart of the Father. Of course, it's something that I, I cannot just get over. It's just an amazing thing to feel refreshed in the presence of God. While the outer man may be saying, I'm weak, I'm tired, but the spirit man, amen, is feeling so alive. I'm alive this morning, and I'm glad that you're connected with us this morning. I want to welcome you. Thank you so much, Brother Derek. Hope you guys had a wonderful night. And every other person connecting with us, please, let's share the link. Let's connect. Let's, let's allow other people to share in the reality of what God is doing in this brand new day. Indeed, the word of the Lord, amen has been given to us and he's given to us the grace to speak such that word in such a way that will bring amen direction and hope even as we pray let's pray this morning as we begin this morning's uh, devotion father we honor your holy name we thank you we celebrate your love your nature in our life thank you lord that in your presence we are renewed day by day no wonder your word says we must ask give us this day our daily bread. We thank you, O God, that we can always approach you and approach, yes, that bread that you have provided. Once again this morning, as we approach your presence in supplication, as we approach your presence, O God, yes, in prayer, we pray in the name of Jesus that indeed our heart will pray your intentions, that we will align with that which your, with that which your spirit desire to see manifest this day. Yesterday is gone, but yesterday was a glorious day. Yesterday was a wonderful day. It was a beautiful day, but yesterday is gone. It's gone to history. We can only refer to it, but we cannot call it back. And so, Father, as we prepare into that which your spirit is doing in this brand new day, we want to cooperate with you. We want to agree with you. We want to join force with you. We want to come into divine alignment with your heart for this brand new day. And therefore, this is how we pray that you will allow us, O oh Father, to flow in the rivers of your spirit for this brand new day. Thank you for your heart. Thank you for your mind. Thank you for your will. Thank you, Father, for your desire. Thank you, O oh God, for the burning passion of your heart this morning that will allow us once again to feel your heartbeat because indeed as we hear your heart we get to know how to move we get to know how to pray we want to be like john the beloved whose whose head yes is constantly at your chest we want to hear the heart of the father we want to know your heartbeat we want to know how to move how to respond even to the complex challenges of our day and so we thank you this morning that the more we get to know the more our prayer gets to become aligned and perfected in your will. We pray this morning once again, may your kingdom come. May your kingdom come. May your kingdom come into our life. May your kingdom come into our minds. May your kingdom come into our thoughts. May your kingdom come into our imagination. May your will this morning, Father, find expression, oh God, in our life, as you seek to manifest heaven and earth, we pray this morning that we will be that ladder. 
It will be that bridge, that conduit, oh God, where your spirit can flow through. Yes, Father. We thank you this morning that as you have awakened us into this brand new day, may our life reflect newness to this generation. May our life reflect, oh God, newness to this season in time. May we not be, oh God, a, a reflection of the old, but of the new. You say, behold, I do a new thing. It's springing forth. He says, shall you not know it? We thank you that we're knowing that which your spirit is doing. We bless you. Thank you once again that our atmosphere is saturated. Our homes, families saturated with your presence, with your glory, with the reality of that which you call a brand new day. We bless your holy name this morning. Lord, continue to grant us oh god yes grace to pursue to run after to chase after we say indeed this morning that our heart yearns and yearns and pant after you as david prayed as the deer pants after the water lord we pant after you this morning there is nothing in this world that can ever satisfy us there is nothing in this world that can ever fulfill yes the hunger of our heart you are our chosen treasure you are our chosen possession you are our fountain you are our river you are the stream that we drink from it's in you we find life it's in you that we find grace it's in you that we find strength it's in you that we find perspective it's in you that we find wisdom and we have come to you this morning even as we have come to you we've come on behalf of we've come on behalf of our nation we've come on behalf of our home of our family we have come on behalf of our city our community we have come on behalf of your church the body we have come on behalf of this generation you want to stand in the gap. We have come to stand in the gap. He said you look for one to stand in the gap. And that's what we want to do this morning. As Aaron stood in the gap. Under the instruction of Moses. We want to stand in the gap. We want to stand oh God in the gap. Between the dead and the living. We have come to stand in the gap. We play a major role. In regards to what is happening in the earth. We will not abdicate our position and responsibility. You're looking for people that will take their post at the gate. That will take their post, yes, Lord, on the wall. That will take their post, oh God, on the tower. This day, we position ourselves. We are, we are gatekeepers. We are doorkeepers. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Spirit of God. That we will not allow the powers of darkness to infiltrate, yes, the lives of men, homes, family, cities, nation. No, this day we declare, Father, we take the battle, yes, oh God, to the heavenly realm. We position ourselves this morning, even as we have positioned us. The word says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and power, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We position ourselves in the realm of the spirit. We declare indeed that we have become the canopy, yes, over our city in intercession we become almighty God the cloud yes of divine protection over our homes over our family over our community this morning we push back the hand the works of darkness the activities of hell we push back this morning we proclaim and we declare we open the gate for you to come in we open yes Lord the gate of our city the gate of our nation the gate of our family the gate of the church we open it up to this morning we say come Lord have your way take your place they say, lift up your heads, O ye gates. We are the gates. They say, Asian does be lifted up, that the king of glory may come in. We declare this morning, come in. Have your way. Take your place this morning. Let there be a manifestation of your eternal prophetic intention once again. In our city, on our street, O God, in our home. This morning you said to me, there's no better time in history to pray for harvest, to pray for deliverance, to pray for freedom. There's no better time in history for men to be free. A lot of people today who have been 
if you will, quarantine, lockdown. And Satan don't like that because he wants them to be addicted to that alcohol, to that drug. Now they are, they are, they are locked down somewhere. What a time to pray and set people free. What a time where people really are ready to receive deliverance. So we pray deliverance in the name of Jesus into the spiritual atmosphere of cities. Yes, that man, that woman bound by drugs. Right now we proclaim liberty, freedom into your space, into your home, into your mind in the name of Jesus. Whatever it is that has held you back, that has held you bound, that has kept you in chain, we declare the chains are falling right now. Because this time is a time of your liberty and freedom. For this reason the son of man was manifest that he may destroy the works of the devil. We destroy the works of the enemy in the name of Jesus over cities. We destroy the works of the enemy over communities, over homes, over families. Family. We destroy the works of the enemy right now. Yes, over the lives of people. We destroy the works of the enemy. We declare as the fallow grounds are being broken. We begin to sow the seeds of righteousness. We begin to sow the seed of truth. We begin to sow the seed of hope. We begin to sow the seed of peace. We begin to sow the seed of joy. We begin to sow the seed of redemption. We begin to sow the seed of renewal, redemption, transformation, salvation. We begin to sow the seed, yes, of re reformation. We begin to sow the seed in the name of Jesus of transformation all across the continent, all across the globe, all across the land, all across the nation. We sow the seed in the name of Jesus and we declare the seed of righteousness that, that has been sown. Right now we declare you come into fruition, you come into bloom, you come into harvest in the name of Jesus. We sound the alarm. There is a day of the Lord's harvest. We throw in the sickle this morning. And we begin to reap for the Lord and harvest. And harvest of people and harvest of lives. And harvest of homes to the kingdom of God. In the name of Jesus. Father we thank you this morning. We give you glory for your word that is going forth. For your word that is bringing healing. For your word that is bringing deliverance. For your word that is bringing peace. That is bringing joy. We declare this morning. It's a new day. It's a day of redemption. It's a day of life. It's a day of power. It's a day of renewal. It's a day, yes, of transformation. It's a day of peace. The peace of God. The peace of God we give to you. We take anxiety and we give to you peace. We give to you shalom. We give to you shalom. We take anxiety. We take fear. We take doubt. In the name of Jesus, we uproot, yes, every sense of fear and doubt and insecurity. And we begin to declare upon you right now, peace. Peace to your wall. Peace to your home. Peace in the name of Jesus. Into the atmosphere. Peace. The peace of God that bruises the, the head of the serpent. We thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the Lord who always causes us to triumph. Father, we triumph this morning. We thank you for the power to triumph. We thank you, Lord, that our mind is being renewed. Our mind is being reformed. Our mind is being transformed, renewed in the name of Jesus. 
Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name that you're doing a new thing in this brand new day. Hallelujah. You're breaking the powers of the beast. You're breaking the hold of the beast. You're breaking the power of the beast over homes, over lives, over institutions. In the name of Jesus, we expose every spirit of wickedness in high places. We expose every spirit of destruction in high places. We declare in the name of Jesus ungodly perverted wicked system that have been put in place to destroy to frustrate to hinder the advancement of the people of god this day we declare in the name of jesus there is an awakening we rise up as warriors we take our place and we declare it shall not stand the will of god shall prevail the counsel of god shall prevail even as we stand in mercy even as truth and mercy meet each other righteousness and peace kiss each other we declare this day that there is perfection there is perfection of god's prophetic intention for this brand new day there is perfection of god's counsel in this brand new day there is healing there is freedom there is deliverance upon man zion there shall be freedom upon man zion there shall be deliverance and the people of god shall possess their possession in the name of jesus we declare this day that you rise up to possess god's divine program for your life you rise up to fulfill god's divine prophetic agenda for your life in the name of jesus we proclaim this morning that you are taking your place you are rising up you are taking your place in the name of jesus yes we saturate the atmosphere with truth we saturate the atmosphere with liberty with freedom we saturate the atmosphere yes with a word of hope with a word of faith we saturate the atmosphere in the name of jesus with the spirit of breakthrough we break barriers we break barriers we break limitation we break the hold of fear we break the hold of anxiety. We break the hold of insecurity. We break the hold of dysfunctionality. We break the hold of demonic influence, demonic attack. We break the hold of satanic, yes, imposition. We break the hold in the name of Jesus of wickedness in high places. We proclaim and we declare this morning that there is liberation. Jesus, you are the spirit of liberation. We proclaim this morning reconciliation. In the name of Jesus, 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 reconciliation. We turn the hearts of the fathers back to the sons. In the name of Jesus, we turn the hearts of sons back to the father. This is the day, yes, of Elijah. In the name of Jesus, this is the day of Elijah. This is the day of Elijah. In the name of Jesus, this is the day of Elijah. This is the day of Ezekiel. The bones are living again. In the name of Jesus, this is the day of Elijah. Yes, Father, we thank you. We proclaim, we sound the alarm. We proclaim in the name of Jesus. Jesus this is the day of Esther is a day of redemption is a day of deliverance in the name of Jesus we proclaim it this is the day of the birthing of our Lord this is the day of the birthing of yes the man-child church we rise up we take our place as a third day church we position ourselves we proclaim that we are not weak we are strong Lord you are our strength you are our strength. We receive strength this morning. In the name of Jesus, we receive liberty. We receive strength. We receive the calibration of our sight. In the name of Jesus, we receive understanding, clarity. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, God. You've removed our shame. You've removed our poverty. We receive prosperity in every area of our life. We receive prosperity, spirit, soul, and body. 
We declare that we prosper, even as our soul prosper this day. We bless your holy name. We give you glory for your word, for your counsel, for your divine intention that is advancing right now. Yes, Lord, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. Come on, friends, let's pray. We give you glory, Father, for your counsel that is being fulfilled this morning. We thank you, O oh God, for the penetration of your word. We thank you this morning for the sowing of your word. Yes, your word declares that the farmer went to sow. Yes, his seed. We sow the seed of God's righteousness this day into, yes, the field of the nations. We proclaim this morning we sow the seed of hope we sow the seed of faith we sow the seed of renewal in the name of jesus you will not give up hope in the name of jesus we sow the seed of faith you will not lose faith in the name of jesus we sow the seed of righteousness you will not lose your sense of righteousness in the name of jesus we sow the seed of righteousness we sow the seed of grace in the name of jesus we proclaim and we declare this day let there be yes father yes 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 a walking on the ground in the name of jesus we remove the stony heart we we remove, we reject, oh God, the stony ground. We remove the wayside heart in the name of Jesus. We declare, Father, we sow on that which is called the good ground. The good ground. The kingdom of God is like a seed. We plant the seed of a new day. We plant the seed of righteousness all across the nation, all across the continent. In the name of Jesus, all across our land, we sow the seed of righteousness. Righteousness exalts a nation. Sin is a reproach. Father, we thank you for the seed of righteousness that is yielding forth right now. We thank you, O oh Father. We bless your holy name for the sound, yes, of a new day, for the sound of awakening, for the sound of awakening, for the sound of the trumpet. Father, we thank you, Father. We bless your holy name for the sound of the trumpet, the sound of your spirit, the sound of, of life, the sound of truth, the sound of awakening, the sound of peace, the sound of joy. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We wait on you. We wait on you. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Thank you guys for connecting with us again this morning. The Lord is so good to us. The Lord is so faithful. We just want to thank him for giving us an opportunity to see what he is doing in this brand new day. That we are not some bunch of people confused, frustrated, disheartened, discouraged, perplexed, panicking around. No, that he has brought us to a day of Sabbath. And we embrace this season of sacredness. We embrace this period of rest. Be anxious for nothing, the scripture says. Be anxious for nothing. There's a tendency that the things that you don't see want to bring a sense of anxiety. The fact that you can't see it, you can't feel it, you can't hear it. You don't know what's going to come next. That, 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 that has a way of affecting even our, our state of faith. But I want to encourage us this morning 
that as we continue to focus on him, as we continue to fix our heart and our mind and our eyes on him, that him that is called the Omega will bring us to the finish. Remember, he is the beginning and he is the end. He is the Alpha. He is the beginning. He is the end. Let's continue to walk and allow him to lead us. They said, Peter, a day is going to come. You will be led to a place you don't want to go. The Lord never told us that place Peter will be led to. But I guess that place must have been a place of persecution. He said, you'll be led there. So as we continue to follow the Lord, as he leads us, let's be assured that he will not lead us to a place where his presence, amen, will not protect us. Come on. Let's be rest assured that the Lord will not lead us to a place where our faith will not be able to bear the pain, the challenge, whatever it is. Let's put our hope and our faith on him. Let's continue to rest, amen, on his word. His word is a life. His word is not some bunch of just, you know, written information. It's not some documentation. His word is spirit and life. His word is a life. His word, amen, is what woke you up this morning. His word is what sustained you. His word is what created this world that you live in. His word is what gave you the breath that you're breathing. His word, come on, is what gave you the peace that you have. His word is what gave you your sense of sustenance, sustainability. Is his word. We are, we are kept by the power of his word. His word has not changed. Heaven and earth will pass away. So when you read the word of God, you know, you know, all through the night, I, I, I just, I, I do this often. I just let the word of God, you know, saturate me. You know, it, it's, it's like I go into this, you know, uh, uh, this, if you will, <laughs> You know, into the metrics of his word. And I just allow the word of God to saturate me. And I just sleep listening to the word of God. And I wake up, you know, a few hours later. And then just take time to pray. And then you feel refreshed. I mean, this is how I get renewed. I told people, you know, years ago, people say, oh, you look so young for your age. I said, when I'm 70, I'll still be looking like this. When I'm 70, I mark my word. When I'm 70, I'm still going to be looking like this. If Jesus tarried. You know why? Because I've learned the secret, amen, of newness. I've learned the secret, amen, of, of, of living young. It's, 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 not, it's, not, it's not some mascara, you know, you know, all these things that you put on your face. No, no, no. It's a life you live from within. When you live the life of the spirit, you don't age. In the spirit, there's a sense of renewal. It renews you daily. It renews you daily. It renews you. You've got to understand, amen, that you can live a life. Listen, friends, we're coming into what is called immortality. In immortality, we don't age. If you die, you cross over to the next life. There's a continuity of life in Christ. And as we understand this, friends, we will continue to live our life. Listen, we're not afraid of death. I was listening to the doctor speaking yesterday. I mean, this is, this is somebody who doesn't know God. He's defining what life is. Because people are asking him, you're saying this truth. You're revealing none of this. Don't, aren't you afraid of your life? <laughs> he asks, he asks, the, he asks the, you know, the, the person interviewing him, what do you mean afraid of life? Do you, would you rather choose to live your life to the point where somebody will make you a robot? Or would you choose, amen, to live life the way it's intended and you die and then you know you fulfilled life? 
You see, when we are afraid of the future, when we are afraid of tomorrow, that's when we become captured by the enemy. You see, the power of the Antichrist, the power of the Antichrist, amen, is fear. If the enemy can make you afraid, you are captured. You see, I'm not afraid of anything. The only person I'm afraid of is he who created me. That's why I can stand, I can speak, I can, I can, I'm free as a bird. I can do whatever the Lord will have me do. The only limitation in my life is the one he placed there, not the one man placed there. I say, we've got to understand in this brand new day, there is a new identity we have to wear. Or else we'll be praying in fear. Or else we'll be praying in doubt. Or else we'll be praying in anxiety. Or else we'll be praying in, you know, in, 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 in uncertainty. We'll be praying because we don't know. No, no. We know. We know. The Bible says there's a spirit that dwells in you that makes you know all things. Whatever the Lord will have you know, he will reveal them to you. It is the glory of God to, you know, to conceal a thing. It is the glory of you and I, amen, to, to unseal them. When you start praying, they start showing you things. You start seeing things. You start understanding how you ought to live life, how you ought to engage, how you ought to connect, amen. Listen, you are not limited. The only one that limits you is him. So let's continue, amen, to, to, to get ourselves renewed, renewed, refreshed in his presence. There's so much about his presence that we are yet to understand. I think I've already slept for about maybe two hours. But I feel renewed. I feel refreshed. I feel refreshed. Why? Because that's what his presence does. There's a, there's, a, there's a therapeutic power in the presence of God. There's a therapeutic life. Amen. When, when you take in the medicine of God's word. Alright. Every day he renews me. I'm here. I'm doing what I need to do. To keep you standing. To keep you moving. To keep you pursuing the things of God. Hallelujah. It is my, it is my duty to open, amen, the doorposts, the, the, the gateposts of the temple of God. Hallelujah. That's what David said. He said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper. The one who opens the door, hallelujah, of the house of God. That's a place to be. That's the work of an intercessor. We open it. We say, come in. Come share life. Jesus said, Amen. My, my father's house is meant to be a house of prayer for all nations. He said, but you have turned it. You've turned it to a place, amen, of dens of thieves and, and robbers. He took a whip, he dropped them out. Come on. It's time we turn the house of God back to a place of prayer. Because that's where we get to meet with God. That's a place we get to connect with God. That's a place we get to, hallelujah, begin to understand the essence of life, the purpose of our existence. Amen. It's there that we begin to understand, amen, that we have, amen, destiny to fulfill. That we have, amen, a destiny to fulfill. I want to show you a scripture this morning as, you know, we, we continue to pray. While I was praying this morning, the Lord dropped this scripture again in my spirit. And I'm going to go back to the scripture we read yesterday. While I'm on this concept of opening the house of God and, you know, allowing, you know, us to come in and begin to find clarity and understanding you see whenever you engage god in in the way he, he wants you to do it you 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 your life gets to change your perspective gets to change the only time we get confused we get frustrated amen is when we are not aligning we're not we're not connecting amen with the intentions of god listen to this scripture exodus 25 one of the scriptures I used to love to preach, you know, back in those days when I'm dealing with, you know, the concept of the tabernacle. I love it. I love it. Beautiful scripture. In Exodus 25, we'll look at uh, 21 
21 and 22. Beautiful scripture. You know, talking about the making of the furniture in the temple. Then God began to give them instruction about, amen, the, 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 the you know, the, 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 the ark. All right? The ark. You know, the ark, of course, that represents, you know, the presence of God. It says in verse uh, 21, it says, set the mercy seat atop the ark. Set the mercy seat. Amen? Atop, on top of the ark. All right? Set the mercy seat atop the ark or on top of the ark <clears throat> and put the testimony that i give you into the ark listen to this verse 20, 22 and i will meet with you there above the mercy seat this is a this is a beautiful piece of scripture that most times people don't see it god said that is a place that i've designated i've appointed to meet with my people he says, so what's going on at the outer courts, in the inner courts? Well, there's activity there. <laughs> there are activities there. There are all kinds of ceremony going on. And these are reality of where certain people are today in their so-called position of spiritual experience with God. They're in the outer court. Some are in the holy court. Like I, I shared some time ago, in the holy court, there's a lot of you know, religious activity, if you will, spiritual activity. But we, we want to come into what is called, amen, the, 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 the most excellent way. All right? There are things that are good, that are acceptable. All right? But there is a dimension of a life that we have to come in that is called, amen, the more excellent way, the perfect way. Remember that we're coming into perfection. And we have to contextualize what perfection is, what coming into perfectness, maturity means. All right? That perfection was revealed as a type, as a typology, amen, uh, you know, in the, in, the, in, the, in the building of the ark, the building of the ark of, of the tabernacle. Of course, of course, also in the building of the ark of, of you know, of, 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 of Noah, all right? Remember that thing has got three layers. The ark of, 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 of Noah has got three layers, yes. The outer court, the inner court, the holies of holy. That's how God does his thing. Whenever God asks us to build, they're always in three dimensions. All right? Yes. Jesus is a three-dimensional being. We are three-dimensional being. So God says, there is a place I want to meet with you. After you've done everything that you, you know, you've done, it says, where in, in that which you have built that is called, all right, the Ark of the Covenant, because what makes it the Ark of the Covenant are the things that this furniture house, all right? It says, set the mercy seat. Have you, have you noticed that the Ark of the Covenant is called the mercy seat? Like we've been explaining. This is a day where we need to amen, begin to pray from this dimension. Because the, the, the nations, the world, amen, right now needs mercy. They need the mercy of God. Or else we will all perish. <laughs> so we want to. You know, when you listen to news, they tell you, well, this corona thing is not, it's not going to go now. It's, 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 it's still going to stay with us. But we say no. That's what they are saying because they have their own agenda. They know why they know what they're doing. They still want to see more people die because they want to depopulate the world. But guess what? We are saying, no, God, you're going to show mercy. We understand the agenda, but we also understand God's prophetic mandate. 
So let them not think that they're in control. No, heaven is in control. God will always use, listen friends, God will always use anything to further, anything available to further his prophetic purpose and intention. God will use the Bill Gates of this world. God will use the Donald Trump of this world. God will use the Xi Jinping of this world. God will use, you know, you know, even the uh, the communist, you know, party system. God will use them. God will use democracy. God will use capitalism. God will use, you know, socialism. He will use whatever is available to get to people, to bring people to understand His will. So we are not after what's going on. No, no, no. We seem beyond, you know, <laughs> the system of this world. Didn't God use Nebuchadnezzar? Didn't God use the Assyrians? Didn't God use Pharaoh? <laughs> In fact, God says to Pharaoh, for this, for this purpose I created you. <laughs> for this purpose I created you. So in the prophetic, we have to be able to see, like I, I, I shared with us yesterday, let's not be fixative amen, on what is going on. Let's be fixative on what God is saying through what is going on. <laughs> You see, when you understand that, you will not pray in fear. You will not be praying in doubt. You will not be confused. You will not feel, you, you, know, you know, it's over. It's not over. Didn't you read the book? Didn't you read the, the end of the script? Didn't you read the end of the story? Who won? It is important. That we pray with clear understanding of God's with God, excuse me we play with we pray with clear understanding of God's prophetic you know counsel, and it's from that point that I pray. I, I don't pray from fear. I don't pray from a position of you know what 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 is CNN saying, what is uh, Al Jazeera saying, what is uh, uh, um, ENC whatever they call them, SABC saying. I pray from a position of the current news, which is the word of God. The word of God is the most current you know, news. If you want to understand the latest current affairs, it's amazing. I was I was just listening yesterday night to you know to you know to some scripture. You know, I was just about to mention the scripture, and the Lord said, Don't say, don't say it. It's amazing how you know the word of God is so detailed, so detailed. When we understand this thing, friends, it changes our posture. It changes our, our status. It changes our concept of confidence. I am confident of, of, of him who has begun this good work. I am so confident of him. If you are not confident of God, then I don't, want, I don't understand what your confidence, where your confidence is. Set the mercy seats. Atop the ark and put the testimony. That's a covenant that I, I have that I will give you into the ark. When these two things are there, it says, and I will meet with you there above the mercy seat between the two cherubim that are over the ark of the test of the testimony. And I will commune with you. Hallelujah. I will commune with you about all that I've commanded you. I've commanded you regarding, regarding the Israelites. Come on. There's a place God wants to come in with us. There's a place God wants to meet with us. But he's not going to do it amen, in the outer court. He's not going to even do it amen, in, in that dimension of the holy place, which is very holy. Amen. The holy place is a holy, I mean, it's, that's why they call it holy place. 
I mean, that's the place you've got the candlelight, you know, the, 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 the menorah, you know, the seven, you know, golden, you know, uh, 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 candlelight. That's the place you've got the, you know, the, 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 the altar of, you know, of the shoe bread, you know, the manna. It's, it's in the holy place. That's the place you've got, you know, the, 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 the brazen altar. You know, that reflects the image of Christ. I mean, there are dimensions in the holy, in the holy place that you can build your entire life and ministry around. But God says even that is not suffice. It's not enough. <laughs> Come on, friends. God wants us to penetrate, to go beyond just, you know, a sense of holiness, a life of holiness. I always tell people holiness is but a means to an end. It's not the end. So people will talk about the prophetic and the focus on holiness. Holiness holiness is just but a channel, a tool. It's a bridge into what the prophetic life is. You can't write a whole book and all you're telling people is to be holy. You know, the prophetic, be holy, be holy. No, the holiness should be a default life for every Christian, every believer. We should be holy for he's holy. How to be holy, we have to find it out. All right? Simple. You die to your flesh. You die to your ways. You die to your idea. You die to your old man. You die to the first Adam. When you resurrect, you resurrect into a new life. That new life, amen, is righteous. You don't find, you don't find sin in the new life. So if you're struggling with sin, you're struggling, you're struggling. It's because you're not dead. You see, dead people will always be struggling with sin. Excuse me, people who are not dead will always be struggling with, with sin. You understand? And we will build ministry around, you know, this deliverance. Listen, there was a period in my life, I've shared this with you, I was struggling with all kinds of sin in my life. You know, you run to this, they pray for you, they pray for you, the next day you're still going to commit that sin. <laughs> I say, I'm tired. <laughs> Let me just keep on sinning. <laughs> I'm tired. Yes. Maybe you're like that. You just, please. Because this thing is not working. You see, because they never told us the truth. Until the, I stumbled on certain truth. And I realized, wait a minute. This, the, the answer is in the book of Romans. He said, if you die, sin has no more hold over you. Ah, I said, I got it. So I began to look for a way to die. <laughs> I began to look for death. Please come, I want to die. <laughs> I want to die. I want to die so that I can live again. When I died, I lived again. The power of resurrection came into my life. Sin became a thing of the past. Are you saying you don't sin again? I don't sin. The thought of sin comes. I can decide to accept it or reject it. Simple. And the more you feed on the word of God, the more power you have. The more you feed on the word, the more your spirit is empowered. They came and they tried to tempt Jesus. He said, give me another one. <laughs> he tried another one. You know, we read it yesterday. Let not the wise man boast. You can boast in your wisdom. You can boast in your strength. You can boast amen, in your riches. He said, let him who boasts, boast in this, that you understand and you know me. You see, you can only understand and know him if you have crossed from death to life. I'm talking about a place where God wants us to come into. This is the place where prayer is no longer a struggle. 
where prayer is no longer used as a as a weapon where prayer is no longer you know manipulated where we don't where we no longer use prayer to manipulate people we no longer use the things of god to manipulate and control and intimidate people we no longer use amen you know uh, uh, what we know our revelation because when you pass from death to life all you are going to be doing will be producing light not the lesser light because there are two kind of light there's a lesser light there's a greater light you don't want to produce the light of the moon. You want to produce the light of the sun himself. <clears throat> Are you getting this, friends? This is where the spirit of the Lord is bringing us into. And I want you to understand this. It's a day where we are rising up. But we've got to understand where the Lord is bringing us to. We've got to keep our eyes focused. We want to meet him where he wants us to meet him. Where do we want to meet him? We want to meet him, Amen. In the holy, in the mercy seat, hallelujah, want to meet him where, amen, the, the, the cherubim, the, 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 the wings of the cherubim meet together, hallelujah. It says, it says, and I will meet with you there. I will meet with you there. So he's waiting there. He will meet with you there. He's waiting there. That's the place he wants to meet. So anything we're doing, if it does not come in the context of this dimension, amen, of Exodus 25, 21, 20, you know, 22, guess what? We, we can't meet God. All right? Set the mercy seat atop the ark and put the testimony, testimony that I will give to you into that ark, amen, and I will meet with you there above the mercy seat, above the mercy seat. So if you come to this place, you come into maturity. You come into spiritual perfection. Like I always say, the height of spiritual perfection is to express mercy. Fallen cannot, people cannot express mercy. It's people that are still struggling, all right, with, with what is going on in the world. We have moved away from that. Now we are taking the posture, amen, of intercessors. We've moved beyond the prophetic activity of what is. We already know that. Now we are taking the posture, amen, of activating that which will restore. That which will restart the earth again. That's where we are. Remember the word I gave us, the beginning of all this, amen? Their arrival is our departure. Now you understand it. Their arrival is our departure. <clears throat> Suddenly we're hearing everybody talking about reset, 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 reset. All right, fine. Thank God. They finally got it. All right. So we move out of there. All right. We begin to talk about renewal, a new day, a new beginning. <clears throat> Alright, we begin to set the set the platform in the spirit. We're setting the frame. We're, we're laying, amen, the foundation of a new day, of a new order. Hallelujah. Of a new heaven in the earth. The kingdom of God is coming down. This is how we pray. This is, the, this is what I want to impart into your spirit. Alright? You cannot longer be looking at things now from a judgmental point of view. We understand God is a God of judgment. Yes, we know that. We've talked about that. We know that God is judging the earth. But we're also saying we've got to move beyond judgment to mercy. Because mercy triumphs over judgment. So judgment, judgment must not be our default. Mercy must be our default. Got to look at people now with pity. Got to look at people now with love, with care. Going to look at, you know, cities, nation. I mean, God's hand is strong upon the, upon the earth. But we want to see God, let your mercy prevail. But where we can begin to, you know, 
receive this mercy is what we are looking at. It's going to be, amen, after the holy place. It's going to be, amen, in the holies of holy. The holies of holy is a, is a dimension of a life within the heart of Christ. It's a dimension of a life, amen, within the heart of Christ. That's why the Bible says he sits at the right hand of the Father because he knows what is there. Nobody comes there without the without coming through divine supplication, without passing through the mercy, the mercy seat, without coming through, amen, the prayer of our Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, I would have expected Jesus to get to heaven all right, and sit at the right hand of the Father and be sharing revelation. I'm throwing down revelation to the church. <laughs> no, he's praying. Can you believe that? So somebody will, who don't understand, said, but this guy is such a powerful prophet, walking the powerful apostolic ministry why is he reducing this to a prayer because they are fools and they are blind they don't understand that the prayer is the highest call and ministry of any apostle or, uh, or prophet or even a teacher for, 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 you know for that matter the highest dimension you can go in ministry is to position yourself in the place of intercession because it's from there that you can see the heart of God and you can present the mind, the intention, you know, the desire of the people to God and you can represent God, you know, to the people. You represent the people to God, you represent, amen, God to the people. It's the highest. Every, any other thing that we're going to be doing must flow from that dimension. That's, that's why if you understand this, you see, the, 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 the issue of men of God falling into, you know, sexual sin, falling into, you know, financial sin, falling into all kinds of sin, all right, is done away. Because when you engage God daily in prayer, <laughs> sin will not have a place. You will not be looking at the money and say, oh, how can I buy, you know, a, a, a Rolex watch? Because prayer would have tamed your heart. Thinking of buying a Rolex, or you'll be thinking of what can we do for the people? Who are people? Who are those in need? You see, because prayer, 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 I'm strong. You, prayer will make you humble. You can't be praying and be and be and be full of yourself. You can't be praying and be selfish. No, you cannot. You cannot. If you are, if if you if you are, you know, you are like this all the time. You're pom pompous. I know you don't have a prayer life. Even even if you say you're prayer, no, you're not praying. Because prayer will break you. They will break you in the place of prayer. You won't, you won't be hiding flesh. You won't be hiding self. Because nobody come to the mercy seat. Amen? Without his or her head being beheaded. You know? Yes. For you to go into the mercy seat. Every dimension of your own concept of leadership is cut off. You must come in with the headship of Christ. So you can't say you're praying, you're, you're really pressing into the things of God and you're thinking of how to embezzle, how to, you know, take advantage of the people. You can't do that. I can do that because, I mean, I'm speaking from my own self. I don't, I don't know about you, but I'm speaking from my own self. Because in, in the place of prayer, my God, you will be burdened. You will be burdened. They will put burden upon you. Even if you want to do things that you know, you just want to, you would check again and again, God, God. Until they give you, uh, you know, a go ahead. That's why prayer is the highest form of ministry.
I understand that people don't understand what prayer is. That's what I wrote, I wrote a book on prayer. You can go read that book. We have to redefine prayer. We have to. I, I, I showed that you know material some years ago to somebody. This brother, I and mean, this brother used to lead prayer in this church, <laughs> in their church. This brother said to me, he said, you know, Prophet Isaiah, you've made my entire spiritual life life look like I've not even begun. Our problem is we don't accurately define things to people. So people come with assumption and presumption. Everything about the things of the spirit can be defined. And if you don't define it properly, we will, we will present, you know, we will engage that thing with a wrong attitude. That's why when, for those of us coming to the, you know, prophetic school, you see how we're defining things. We're how we're making things clear. And uh, yes, because when you understand that, nobody can deceive you again. Say, oh, well, that guy's a prophet. You will tell the people, sorry, he's a prophet liar. He's lying. Because you can pick. You know what the word of God says. And your spirit will bear witness. <clears throat> so it's a day of truth, friends. This is, this, is, this, is, this is how God wants us to advance. This is how God wants to take back amen, the nation. It has to be there are people who are full of life, full of life. Amen. Intelligent people, spiritual intelligence. People full of wisdom, full of knowledge. People who are full of divine counsel, who have the fear of God in their life, yet people powerful. People full of authority. You dare not mess with them. They have the power to call down fire, yet they can stand Amen. On behalf of the people in mercy. We've got to understand these are the things the Spirit of God, amen, is saying to us. And I just felt I needed to, you know, chip in that this morning. That as we continue to pray, that there's a place God wants to meet with us. And we want to make sure that, amen, we, we, find, our, we find our way deep into that mercy seat. We want to find our way, amen, into that place where the cherubim, hallelujah, meet. Where their wings connect. It says, between the two cherubim. It has to be between them. Between the two cherubim, over the ark of the testament, he says, there I will commune with you. We talk about communion. This is it. You know what? You know what? Sometimes I am very weary of some of this religious thing that we do, like communion. We take communion. But God said, this is where I want to commune. This is the word of the Lord. So you know that communion is not is, is beyond just some elements that we drink and we take. It's a place of divine intimacy is a place where we get to know each other i mean how do we talk about communion where we, we we're still hiding things from each other we're still pretending we, we we're still wearing marks we, we're still putting on you know uh, what they call it now fig leaves the bible says amen he, he, jesus stood up he guarded himself with the tower he stooped low These are, these are the things that prepared for the communion. It's in the same context of him stooping low. Amen. Where they finished eating, they had a feast. He stooped low. It's from there. If you, if, you, if you look at the whole idea of the communion, it was a journey. They had a feast first. Then he rose up. He washed their feet. From there, they broke, they broke bread. But we just talk of one aspect, communion. 
We have to have insight into the ways of God. We've got to understand and deal with the things of God with context so that when we speak, we speak from a position of authority and power. This is how we're going to change our world. This is how God wants us to engage, amen, this new day, this new order, this new priesthood that we're coming into. We have to define it. We have to let people understand. And I understand that a lot of people are going to find it difficult because of where they're coming from. You know, if you throw people into, you know, into what we're talking about, a lot of people are going to be confused. What is it, what is it talking about? <laughs> That's why it's important that all right, we, we help you to grow and, 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 and come to the, you know, the, 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 the steps of the things that we've been through. To get to this point is a journey. Prayer is a journey. Intercession is a journey. Relationship with Christ is a journey. Getting to know the word of God is a journey. Come on, friends. I want to take you back to another scripture we read yesterday, and I'm going to close from this scripture. Thank you, Father. The Lord gave us a powerful word yesterday. By the way, I want to appeal to everyone watching me. Please go back to yesterday's morning devotional uh, uh, message that thing is full of life it's full of revelation i can assure you something will be deposited in your spirit again go back to it watch it listen to the audio again and again and again until you extract the things that god did i mean they were they were prophetic release yesterday I had an opportunity to listen to it before I came. And it's like, wow, God. It's one of those moments where you just want to like, Lord, can we just stay here? You want a tabernacle there? Can we just build a tent here? You know, I, I, I wish I have the technology, you know, where you, I, we can replay that. Just replay it. And I remember I used to do that. <laughs> Back in Nigeria, Sunday morning, I tell the people, well, um, today we're going to be listening to one of the teachings we did before that I felt we need to listen to. Because guess what? Not many people, I'm sure, got what God said yesterday. And that's it about, you know, our, this, you know, our work with God. We hear one thing. Once we get excited about it, we move on. But God is still speaking regarding that word. That word amen, has not been fully exhausted in our life. But we have moved on. That's why sometimes I, you know, I, I feel a bit weary. You know, just coming again, giving us another word. Because what God said to us two days ago, amen, he's still speaking from that point. And I'm sure what I'm saying today amen, is a continuation. Because that's what I asked the Lord. Let what I'll be saying today be a continuation of what you began to do yesterday. Because if we, if, we, if we have that kind of attitude, then, you see, our mind will always be connected to what we heard, what God said two days ago. Because that word is still fresh, it's still alive. 
That's why I, you know, I made I, I made it a, a duty, a responsibility to make sure all of the messages that we proclaim, because I know how important and how valuable they are, that they are recorded. I, I, it has always been like that with me from the days I began to pastor. Our messages are recorded. I still have some of the cassettes. Back in those days, we used cassettes. I still have some of them here. It is important. All right, that we constantly, continually, amen, remind ourselves of the things God has spoken to us. Because when you go back to those things, particularly with an attitude of wanting to hear from God, I'm telling you, heaven will open up. You will hear. They will speak to you. So God gave us this word yesterday, Agai chapter 2. Of course, we didn't exhaust everything God was saying from this scripture. But I just want to highlight the last part. But I'm going to read from the beginning. Of, but I want to go to the last part. Let's look at it. Agai chapter 2 verse 1. On the 21st day of the seventh month, the word of the Lord came. The word of the Lord came. So the word of God can come to us. Yes. It comes through, you know, illumination, revelation, you know, inspiration, you know, verbal declaration. Yes. The word of the Lord came through the prophet Agai. I want you to know that the word of God always come through, you know, his prophet. So when you come before a true prophet, you want to hear, amen, what God is saying. Not until the prophet said, thus said the Lord, before you begin to hear God. If you're waiting, waiting for the man of God and the woman of God to say, thus said the Lord, before you know that God is speaking, then you are, <laughs> I don't know, you've missed it. Because from the moment, amen, a true prophet begins to open his or her mouth, guess what? There is a release. There is a release because the prophet, amen, is representing, hallelujah, God's divine, amen, intention for that moment, for that period, for that, you know, community, for that gathering. is an oracle. He speaks from a dimension of an oracle. And that's what I do. Our words are prophetic. Our words are prophetic. You may not hear me say, thus here the Lord. But our words are prophetic because everything that flows from that word, amen, are designed to bring you to the next reality, to bring you to divine understanding, to bring you to divine instruction, to bring you to divine alignment, to correct, to engage you, amen, sometimes to chastise you, amen, sometimes to realign you, sometimes to rebuke you, sometimes, amen, to encourage you, to inspire you, amen, to build you. That's the word. So we have to have that on attitude when we're coming. You, you can't just come, you know. You've got to come with a sense of readiness. So on the 21st day of the seventh month, the word of the Lord came through prophet Agar. Speak to Zerubbabel. It was clear. There's clarity. Speak to Zerubbabel, the son of Shetel, governor of, Ju of Judah, to Joseph, the son of Josedek, the high priest. So that's the second order. The first order was... Amen. To the governor. So we see an administration, an administrative leadership here. All right. In fact, what we're seeing here is a is is a is a pattern of, of administration of divine governance. All right. To Zerubbabel, who is a governor, and then to and to jo Joshua, who is the high priest, amen. And then to the remnant of the people. So the whole concept of you know divine structure or institution is established. Governments, you know, state government, if you will. Although we're not saying this is the hierarchy, but this is the order, amen. Because the Bible says those who are in leadership, God placed them there for a reason. All right, so we've got to follow that understanding. So it says to 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 Joshua, excuse me, yes, to to Zer, to Zerubbabel, who is the governor, and then to uh, uh, um, 
to Joshua, who is the high priest, and then to the general people. It says, who of you who is left, who saw this house, this house, this house in his former glory? You saw this house in his former glory. Come on. You saw this house in his former glory. And a lot of people today who are looking at the former glory, the past glory of this house are weeping. People are weeping. People are crying. All right. Yes, it's a day of weeping. It's a day of, you know, bowing the head because God is making a statement. Because the people refuse to listen, to obey, all right, to respond to the dealings of God. So God decided, amen, to touch their structure. He decided to touch their life. He decided to touch, amen, everything that defines that glory. He touched it. So as, as God began the journey, the concept of restoration, he called his prophets, Amen. Ega, he said, you go to these people, go to, you know, uh, uh, to Zerubbabel, go to uh, uh, Joshua, the high priest, and call the people. How many of you saw this house in its former glory? This house could be your home, could be, amen, your business, could be your community, could be, your, of course, your nation, amen, could be this generation. It's a house, amen. Every house is built by man, but God is the builder of all things. There is this present house that God is building. Saw this house in his former glory. The question God asked them: How does it look now? How does it? How does this house look now to you? Does it not seem to you like nothing? I like that word. Does it not seem to you like nothing? Ah, it's it's over. It's it's gone. It's nothing. The glory is gone. It's equable. Does it not seem to you as nothing? But be strong. That's the word of the Lord. So when you look at those things that seem as nothing, you look at them, compare, amen, the state of this house to its former glory, and you're like, how did we get to this point? How did this thing got to this level? How did this thing got so terrible and bad? It says, as you look at them, as you gaze at this thing, it looks like nothing, right? Yes. But be strong. But be strong. I want you to know this now. It said, but be strong, Zerubbabel, declared the Lord. Be strong, Joshua, the son of Josedek, the high priest. Be strong, all you people of the land. This is my word to South Africa today. Be strong, all you people of South Africa. Africa. Be strong, all you people of the continent of Africa. Be strong, amen. The people of the world, be strong if you're calling upon the name of the Lord wherever you are. I want to give you a word this morning. The word of the Lord is be strong. But how can we be strong if he's taking our strength? Our strength is in reconnecting to him. Because he's our strength. The things that we have been strong in, he has taken that. Remember Jacob. Jacob. When Jacob, when God collided with Jacob, the first thing God did was to remove his thigh. He broke the bone of his thigh. He broke the, 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 you know, the, the hip bone. He removed it. Why? Because that was his strength. That was his position of stability. God, God hit him there. He removed it. 
And God now said, Jacob is strong. If he's going to be strong, he has to lean on God. This is what God is calling us to. We have to be strong, but not in our own wisdom, not in our own riches, not in our own ability, not in our own wisdom, not in our own power, not in what we think we have acquired, we have amassed, not even in our own national identity of South Africa. God has brought the identity of the world to, to, to a rubble. I'm South Africa. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an American. I'm a European. You see everybody weeping, crying. Yes, it's a day of humility, but it's a day of humiliation. Are you going to be strong in the Lord? Now we see people forced to take food parcel. We see people forced to take money. You know, it, 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 it speaks volume. Now we, we see government, they are forced now to, to release the money that they will pocket. Yes, God is speaking. Every God, every God is touching every department of the nation, every sector of, of, human, of human life. God is speaking. Nobody can hide in this brand new day. There is nothing that would not be uncovered in this brand new day. Everything God is touching. God would, even you, God will touch you. In those areas you don't want him, amen, to touch, you will touch it. You will have to learn to receive strength, amen, from him. Those things, you think, ah, I'm still, whatever it is, your strength, even if that thing is your finance, God will touch it. You will have to learn to depend on him alone. Bible says, in that day, he, he alone, amen, will be exalted. Only the mountain of the Lord's house will be exalted. Be strong in the Lord. Declares the Lord. Say, so be strong, people of the people of the land. Declares the Lord and walk. We are not walking in the flesh. We are walking the walk of the spirit now. Huh? We are walking the walk that will bring us to the place of divine rest. We're walking the walk, amen. You must, you must walk to cease from your own labor, cease from your own ability. Now you want to walk in the path that will bring you, amen, to his, to his strength, to his provision, to his sustenance. Many of us, we, we, we gave so much to our job that we forgot God. You wake up in the morning, you don't even think of prayer. You dash into your car, you're gone. Now they shut it down. You shut it down. That's why I say, if we can learn in the days that we live in of what God is doing, then I don't understand what is going to really wake us up. Because this is a time of divine awakening. We've got to realize what heaven is saying. We just need sometimes to watch, you know, listen to news, watch YouTube and see what is going on. God is God is moving across the land and is moving across boundaries. He's moving on every level, amen, in every sector. Everyone is feeling the impact of this shift, of this reset. Be strong, work hard. For I am with you, declares the Lord Almighty. This is what I have covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt. And my spirit remains among you. Do not be afraid. This is the word I want to leave with us this morning. Again.
When I brought you out of the land of Egypt, I made a covenant with you that I would be with you. My spirit will not leave you. I'm saying to you, don't let fear capture your hearts because of the things that you're seeing right now. As you behold the glory of this house and compare it to its past and you're saying to yourself, this is nothing. We've come to the end. Yes, he's brought us to, to the end of ourselves. He brought the house to the end of his glory. So that his own glory can kickstart a brand new day. Are we going to allow him this morning to awaken our heart again? As we, as we repent once again on behalf of our nation, on behalf of our land, on behalf of our city, on behalf of our community. And as we allow him once again to show us amen, the path of righteousness, the way of truth, the way of his mercy. As we go on behalf of the people and say, Lord, we, we receive strength of you this morning, from you this morning. We acknowledge, Lord, that all the strength that we have accumulated are strength of men and they have failed us. But we receive this morning from you grace to stand up again, to rise up again. We receive strength for our weak and feeble knees will receive grace to rise up for mobility yesterday God gave us a word you will rise to walk again mobility is coming so father we rise up this morning we thank you for your spirit your glory your grace that is being steered in our hearts as we hear your word. Your word declares that as Ezra brought the word to the people, they broke down in tears. That's the posture that brings us to the place of reconciliation. The same people that there was a period, a season in their life where the word of God was declared. They refused. The Bible says they hardened their hearts. They refused to hear. They refused to listen. But the Lord brought them to a place where they became humble. At the proclamation and the declaration of the word of the Lord via the priest, Ezra. The Bible says they wept. And Ezra said, don't weep. This is not the day of weeping. The joy of the Lord is your strength. This is the word I'm bringing to us this morning. That as we whip before the pot and the porch, as we whip before the altar, as this solemn assembly is triggered, let us once again receive the heart of joy. Because indeed the joy of the Lord is our strength. Father, we honor you. We honor you this day. We honor you because we honor your word. We honor you because we honor your truth. We honor you because we honor your voice. We honor, yes, your speakings in the earth. We honor you this morning because we know, Almighty God, that you're not done with us. Your plans for us are just beginning. Just beginning to unfold. We thank you. We honor you. We are not forsaken. You said your spirit 
will be with us. And therefore, we don't need to be afraid. We choose to believe your word this morning. We choose to believe, oh God, your word this morning. We choose to accept your word this morning. We choose to walk, oh God, in the reality of what your spirit has proclaimed. We thank you. We bless you. Take your place. Sit over the throne of our hearts. Lead us, guide us, instruct us as we come before the mercy seat. Thank you. Thank you. We pray for mercy on behalf of our land. We pray for mercy on behalf of our city. On behalf of our government. Yes. On behalf of your church. On behalf of the body of Christ. On behalf of the ecclesia. We pray for mercy on behalf of our family. Yes. On behalf of our friends, our loved ones, our neighbors. May the river of your mercy flow across the land. Heal your people once again. Restore us again. Renew us. Revive us. Equip us again. Transform us again. Empower us again. Show us mercy again. Oh, Jesus. We love you. Thank you. Thank you for restoring our economy. Thank you for restoring the land. Thank you, Father, for strength for our social workers, our medical workers, the nurses, the doctors. Yes, we pray for them, Lord. We pray, oh God, for those, oh God, working in the laboratory, trying to come out with some vaccine and all of this. We just ask, oh God, grant them breakthrough, grace, strength, wisdom. But also we thank you for the power of miracle. Thank you, Father, for signs and wonder. Thank you for lives right now laying on the hospital bed. We ask, oh God, that your healing power will flow into them, oh God. May the power of resurrection, yes, bring them to life again. Let them walk out, oh God. We thank you. Thank you for justice, equity, peace. Thank you, Lord. Yes, for a new reality to bring new structures, new system to redesign to redesign cities, nations again for you, for your glory. We banish the spirit of corruption and wickedness, particularly from South Africa, from Africa. Give us leaders in Africa who will serve the people, not serve their pockets and serve themselves. Give us leaders in the church who will not take advantage of the people. Yes, as you continue to free your people, oh God, from perverted, wicked manipulative leadership give us leaders with a heart of flesh give us leaders oh god who will feed your people with knowledge and wisdom and understanding this is our prayer this morning continue to shake the foundation of your church of your house give us men and women oh god who have a burden for the people help us father help us give us prophets who will teach who will proclaim and declare thus hear the lord Without compromise, 
without their own selfish financial agenda. Give us apostles, oh God, who will build the divine order, the divine pattern of God in the earth. Give us teachers who will teach, oh God, without compromising the truth. Oh God, give us teachers who will break the seal of the word and teach us truth, oh God. This is what we pray for. This is what we pray for. Give us evangelists who will be passionate, oh God, for the field. Who will go into the field, oh God, and bring in and harvest for you. Yes, Lord. Restore the fivefold ministry again. Restore us. Renew us, oh God. Restore your house. Restore your church. We've seen this house in this glory. It looks like nothing. But we know, Almighty God, that you ask us to be strong because you're going to do a new thing. We thank you for, yes, an awakening of this house in the light of a new day. A house that will resurrect in the power of the third dimension of the glory of resurrection called the third day church. We thank you, Spirit of God. We bless you. Give us on this platform of the potter's gate grace wisdom strength oh god to continue to uphold to declare to proclaim yes lord your word your counsel without fear or favor oh god that we will not think of what we need first but we will think of what will please you first, O oh God. Lord, I thank you this day that you will continue to minister to me, O oh God. Words, O oh God, that will bring life, hope, that will bring peace, that will bring joy, tranquility, that will align your people. I receive an open heaven. I receive a freshness, O oh God, of the impartation of the authority of heaven to continue to speak and declare your word at the gate, to proclaim your word, O oh God, to speak your word, to speak truth, truth to power thank you and we will not lack you will continue to provide for us you are our way maker Jesus that the scepter will not depart from this order from this position from this order of administration that we will continue to administer your word in truth in truth in life in authority, oh God, in governmental power, oh God, that we will continue to declare your will, your counsel, that we will continue to pat the way, pat the path as the voice of one, oh God, in this brand new day. We are the voice of John crying, the voice of Elijah for this generation, proclaiming and declaring, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight and highway for God. Oh, hallelujah. We bless you, Father. You are our shield, our buckler, our high tower, our hiding place. In you, Father, we, we will live secure. You have become a canopy to us. And therefore, Father, we are shielded, O oh God, from the sun that is smiting people, from the arrow, from the pestilence, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, that we are covered. We are under, yes, the canopy of the Almighty God. Thank you, Lord, that we are under your wings. 
everyone under the influence of this spiritual covering, oh God, that you will continue to protect them from disease, from infirmity. Yes, Lord, that you will continue to protect them, oh God, from disease, from infirmity. I proclaim for those of you that are under our our influence, that are under our canopy, that are under the leadership of this house, I proclaim and I declare, wherever you are across the world, I declare no sickness, no disease, no infirmity. Yes, will come near you. I proclaim, I declare upon you that you are secure. The seal of God is upon your forehead. The will of God, you will carry forth in the name of Jesus. Provision is your portion. Abundance is your portion. You will go forth this day. You will not be afraid. For the Lord has not given to you the spirit of fear. In the name of Jesus, I declare that you will go forth invisible. The paths of darkness will not see you. You will go forth conquering. I declare this day that you will put on the old armor of God. In the name of Jesus, you will arise and you will break through. I declare that you will break forth to the north, to the south, to the east, to the west. I declare in the name of Jesus that the light of God will rise from within you. You will shine forth his glory in this brand new day. Your feet is set upon the rock to stay. You will not fall. You will not you will not fall. You will not come down. You will continue to climb. Yes, in the name of Jesus. And every every stage of your climbing, you will war a good warfare and you will be victorious in the name of Jesus. I decree it. I proclaim it. I release this word into your domain. We give you glory. Oh, Jesus. Be strong. Zerubbabel declares the Lord. Be strong, Joshua, son of Josedek, the high priest. Be strong, all you people of the land, declares the Lord. And walk, for I am with you. He's with you. He is with you. You are not alone. He is with you. We are not alone. They that are with us are more. Are more. Are more than the coronavirus. Are more than the challenges. Than the, than the evil out there. They are more. They are more. Lord, open the eyes of your people to see. As you open the eyes of the servant. Of the apprentice under Elisha. Open the eyes of my people to see. They were not alone. We are surrounded by a chariot of fire. Hallelujah. You're a testimony to your generation. You're a testimony to your community. You're a testimony to your domain. You're a testimony to this season in time. Your life is an expression of God's goodness. Your life is an expression of God's life. Your life is an expression of God's love. Your life is an expression of God's grace. Your life is an expression of abundance. You will live and not die. 
health is your portion goodness is your portion peace is your portion tranquility is your portion joy is your portion righteousness is your portion this day you will bring forth you will manifest the glory of god you will shine for the light of god no weapon of the enemy formed of fashion against you yes will prosper i declare this day that you will go, continue to go forth in the light of god's glory i declare a thousand shall fall at your rider ten thousand at your rider they shall not come near you no plague shall come near you no disease shall come near you no infirmity shall come near you no plague shall come near you christ is your shield christ is your shield hallelujah your household is protected your household is covered your family is covered in the days of famine your bones shall be made fat you walk in abundance i proclaim and i declare as a servant of god as a prophet of the lord i speak life into your space into your domain this morning i speak peace to your heart i speak tranquility to you wherever you are this morning i declare this day that you are secure in the love of god i declare that you are covered you are shielded ah you are shielded by the presence of god you will go deeper in the things of God. You will know Christ more. You will grow in the reality of his, of, his, of his will for your life. Yes. You will walk and not faint. You will walk and not grow weary. You will mantle with wings of an eagle. You will soar high above. In the name of Jesus. I proclaim and I declare this day. Is the day the Lord has made for you. You will break forth. You will enter. You will enter. You're secure. Your business is secure. Your job is secure. Your promotion is secure. Your call is secure. Your family is secure. Your household is secure. Your children are secure. Your daughter is secure. Your son is secure. Your grandchildren are secure. Your great-grandchildren are secure. Your family is secure. Your neighbors are secure. In the name of Jesus, I release life into your space this morning. You are secure. You are secure. You are blessed. You are fruitful. You are blessed. You are fruitful. You enter into divine inheritance. It's your portion. The name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. <clears throat> Father we thank you we release a blessing upon this nation South Africa we speak life to you we speak peace to you we speak grace to you we speak an awakening to you we declare this day the love of God fill your atmosphere the healing rain of God fall upon you South Africa, the beloved of the Lord, we speak life to you. We proclaim that it is well with you. We stand on your behalf this day and we pray. That peace, peace to you. Peace to you as a, as a nation. Peace to you as a land. In the name of Jesus, we declare you will rise up to call upon the name of the Lord. Every ungodly law that seek to stop you from serving, from knowing the Lord, this day we banish them. 
we declare you are open to God. You are open to God, to the kingdom of God. And we banish from you, yes, every falsehood, every corruption, every lie, perversion, wickedness. We banish from this land. We declare this is a land where righteousness reign. We declare upon you, South Africa, let the river of God begin to flow into you. The river of healing. The river of deliverance. The river of peace and justice. The river of equity. The river of true leadership. The river of compassion. The river of love and openness of heart to give. The river of God's favor, goodness, mercy, peace. We release it into you. We say it is well with you. It is well with you, South Africa. I prophesy that it is well with you. Your walls are rebuilt. Your band gates are restored. In the name of Yeshua, I decree, I proclaim this day, we release competent men to begin to take their place in the restoration, in the reconstruction of this land. It's our assignment to rebuild this nation. Ah, We declare that before we can rebrand, we rebuild. We rebuild you and we present you to him who called you, who surnamed you, who gave you a destiny. We declare this day your daughters shall rise up in truth. Your men shall rise up in grace. Your children shall rise up in joy. You shall fulfill the purpose of God for your life. It is well with you. Thank you, Father. We thank you for our president, Cyril Maposa. We pray for him. Grant him the mind of wisdom. Grant him the heart of wisdom. Grant him the wisdom, O oh God, that he needs to lead this nation in accordance to your way. We pray for him. We pray for his household. We pray, O oh God, for his cabinets. We pray for every team around him. We declare that indeed they will listen. They will truly represent, yes, Godly leadership, godly leadership, godly executive. We thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. No arrow shot against our president will prosper. We pray for him. It's our duty to pray for our leader. We pray for you, Cyril Ramaphosa. We declare you're a godly leader. You're a man of value. You're a man of valor. You're a man of strength. You're a man of wisdom. You're a man of knowledge. Nobody will take advantage of you. In the name of Jesus, we seek, we seek God's divine protection for you. In the name of Jesus, we declare, yes, we are the security of heaven watching over you, your household. No weapon of the enemy from the fashion against you will prosper. In the name of Jesus, you will do the bidding of the Lord. You will not be afraid to proclaim who you are before your father, your heavenly father. We thank you, father, for creativity for him. Oh, hallelujah. Creativity, the spirit of creativity. The spirit of creativity, strategic wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. The spirit of leadership, we pray for him, oh God. We thank you. We thank you, father, for his life. Thank you for his wife. Thank you for his children. Every one of them, we pray for them. We secure them in righteousness. Lord, we secure them in righteousness. 
If a nation rises because the leader rises. If a nation falls because the leader has fallen. And so we declare, Apostle, you will rise up. We lift your hand up as the hand of Moses was lifted up. We lift your hand up in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We grant you sight to see what is right. We grant you sight to see what is right. Who is right? Who is to, who is to be part of your leadership theme? And who is to be fired? We give you sight to see. In the name of Jesus, you will not be deceived by psychophants. You will not be, you will not be blind by bribe. No, you will not take bribe. You will not sell the land. No, in the name of Jesus, we proclaim in righteousness you will govern. Uh, in righteousness you will govern come on let's pray for our president he will govern in righteousness the favor of God is upon his life he receives all he needs to govern this nation to lead this nation Yes, we secure his life. We secure his home. We secure his marriage. We secure his family. We secure his household. We secure his grandchildren. In the name of Jesus, no weapon of the enemy from the fashion against them will prosper. We pray for our leader. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Ah, prophesy, prophesy. Thank you, Jesus. Don't to Mayanda. There's a new South Africa arising. Yes, from the rubble of this, from the rubble of, of yesterday, we're rising up. Peace. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And amen. Well, friends, thank you so very much this morning for connecting with us. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being part of this beautiful, wonderful, you know, session of prayer and just being in the presence of God. I believe once again, the Lord, amen, has ministered to us. I believe we've been able to pray the heart of the Father today. Amen. As, as the day goes forth, as the Lord laid things in your heart, just release them before him in prayer. Remember, we're praying from a posture of mercy. You're praying for the posture of mercy. And he says, if you will come meet me, amen, where the cherubim meets, I'll be there waiting for you. Thank you everyone this morning for connecting with us. God bless you. Love you all. Please continue to pray for me. Continue to pray that we'll continue to stand and, you know, advance the will of God. Hopefully, I'll see you later or uh, maybe around 10 o'clock thereabout so we can continue our teaching on the prophetic school. God bless you. Bye-bye.